Sexy Horn Dogs fans, I have a VIP club membership now available on SexyHornDogs.com. For only $10 a month, you get an exclusive erotic episode from me. That's only for $10 a month. Look for the link on SexyHornDogs.com today. And I can't wait for you to hear the special episode that I've recorded for my VIP club members only. I'm just like the girl next door. I go to the grocery store. I take my kids to softball practice. And I do all the normal things that everybody else does. But I love to talk about sex. Hello, this is Miss J. I've created this uncensored podcast to talk about sex in great detail. I'm not leaving anything off the table. Make sure there's no little ears around. It's definitely not for everybody, but you might be more intrigued than you thought. This is the Sexy Horn Dogs podcast. Now here's your host, Miss J. Today I have with me. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Schizo. This is a personal friend of mine I've known for over 25 years. You're an upcoming artist here in Columbus. You've already done how many concerts? Well over 50. What made you get into music? I see myself watching all the greats, you know, the Michael Jackson, all the young uh, dancers and actors. You, you inspire to be them. You see yourself being them. And it's just something that has always been inside me. So you get creative with your music and you you write, right? Yeah, absolutely. I can only write my truths. You know so I mean? you're going to be authentic to yourself. I got to be true to myself. So it's what all brings out the most creative part of you? With me, something inside me is like, hey, you know what? It's time to make some music. Growing up, I was inspired by Rocky and it was kind of like one of them things, you know, get up your son of a bitch. He kept getting knocked down, kept getting up. You know, I come from a background where, you know, death hit my family young, you know, seeing my mother struggle in and out of the hospital with cancer, you know, it was hard, but I didn't see the old sick woman that other people seen. I seen this courageous woman that wouldn't fucking take no for an answer. And, you know, I can relate. My mom passed away at 27 when I was eight from brain cancer. Yeah, at eight, at eight years old, that's way younger. I was 16. I, I didn't understand shit then, but I couldn't imagine being half that age. And it's still, I mean, I felt like I got to see the best of her. I was old enough to understand the struggle. Like when I, when I, when my mom went away, it was like, thank God this woman can fucking leave. You know what I'm saying? Opposed to being, you know, eight years old, where it's like, why, why, why my mom? You know, when no one else in the world gives us support. It's our mother that we rely on the most. And that's really our number one fan. So to to have the number one fan, you know, you lost or have taken from you or whatever, how people want to put in terms, it, it, it fucks with you. It's trauma that we had to go through. Exactly. You know, and it's 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 what I used to make, like growing up, I think, oh, you know, poor me. I'm not good enough to everybody else. I don't get what everybody else got. When really this trauma, this tragedy actually turned the grave grows flowers now, so to speak. You know what I mean? Correct. I've, learned, I've I, I now can help so many other people that's just now losing their parents or, or just, you know, they want to, they need that. It's like, I, I've been there, done it. I know how to, I'm not going to say I overcome it because you, who overcomes loss? What songs is most difficult for you to write? If you go down and you're really trying to force something out, man, it, it, that's, I could say is one of the most difficult times when writing a song is when I'm trying to force something. That's where your I'm music's about. coming from. It's is, coming, yeah, yeah. Your past experiences, your hardships, your your trauma. Yeah. And not only does it get to go out into the world once you record it and possibly, hopefully help people like that, but it's also a way of me being healed. People, which what I put down in my music is a way that I heal myself because I'm I'm strong enough to know that mental health is a real thing and that yes, I'm absolutely. man enough to know that I need help too. You have such the great vibe and strong energy. I appreciate that. That's, That's awesome. Me 
being knowing what I know, you know, saying being, you know, being around the block a couple of times, I know that, you know, energy, good energy to me kind of equates to love. I am loving people right now. I choose to love you. I don't care where you've been and what you did. I'm going to drive, walk by you and give you a high five. And I might even do like a little something with you, a little, you know what I'm saying? Because that's my way of my spirit telling your spirit that you're accepted regardless of what the fuck you did, who the fuck you are, where the fuck you come from. And that's me having fun in the moment. It's and that also real. circles back to you loving yourself. You can only project out what you have in, when you let your light shine. When Like we all, have you ever seen uh, Nicole, uh, Napoleon Dynamite? The movie oh, Napoleon Dynamite. The end of that, he goes crazy and he just fucking dances. This is a nerd dude you would think that would never do so. He just goes crazy and dances. But when, as you're watching him, you get to fucking grooving with him. And you're seeing him, his eyes, and he's going in. It's like, you know what? I actually got a song called It's Going Up Tonight. And it uses that 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 whole kind of vibe with uh, uh-huh. like, like uh, let yourself shine like Napoleon Dynamite. That's kind of like, I haven't dropped it yet, but that's kind of like what the whole thing is, is letting yourself just be the light. You know, but you have to get out the way. And when I say you, you have to let... Even being even that ego, you know what I'm saying? Like right. ooh, he don't give a fuck how good of a fucking dancer. You let something fucking go, still they can always clown you. You have to push. I don't give a fuck what they think and let yourself shine because when you do that, maybe the person that was gonna laugh at you, he don't get to shine that night. Right. There's gonna be a lot of other motherfuckers that's gonna be like, you know what, me too, and fucking let themselves shine because it's that's what it's about. It's about encouraging each other to shine right. at the end of the day and not being a fucking pussy locked in the fucking your own little cubicle. Like we talked about, lock yourself away from the world because I'm telling you, I am the world and I think each and every person has something to offer. And instead of hiding away very selfishly, let it out, man. Let yes. your light out, share it with the rest. And that way we can use that little bit that you offer and help all of us grow that much more. You know right. what I'm saying? Use your chakra. What is your next album? What When well, is your next is, album coming me, out? Me personally, I'm not an album guy. Okay, you know so I mean? your singles? What it is, is as, I, as I'm going through this, because there's a lot to be coming. There's a lot to, it's a brand. It's not just, ooh, look at me, I make music. You got to create a brand around it her. It is a to, brand. You have to create me. It me. is a brand. You have brand. to have something that's going to stick to the bone. They're like, oh, who's Schizo? Well, Schizo's this dude. He done so dope. He done so drugs. He done been to the joint. He done been gal. He got kids. This motherfucker done been through some shit. He done slit his wrist. He done been to the seek help. He done did it all. I done been on drugs, been off drugs, talk people up back from fucking, I mean, been the dude on the corner ready to jump off, talk people. I mean, I've I've experienced life. I've seen yes. death. I've, you know what I mean? So when I now that I have that, I have meat to the bones. I have something to offer. Not, not just, and you'll, you'll get it because when you listen to my music, you'll be able to fucking eat off the plate, man. It's right there. And you there. believe in yourself and you have this much strength and and this inspiring, this intuition telling you to get up and do it because we both, we, we both talk. had We had that talk about, about, what I don't know if it was about a year ago, but we talked about, you know, when I first came into this, I made a decision and it was the, it was like the most surreal decision I ever made because it was like, you know what? I made a song. What can I say? And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? I felt how it made me feel. It, f- it felt great. Right. And I said, man, this is what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. I'm tired of wasting my life working for another motherfucker making hit. You know what? Fuck that. I'm tired of being on the fucking, the, the mouse, the mouse wheel running, running, doing everything. Everybody else tell me to do in life. Oh, you got to be this type of father. You got to do this. You got to play football. You got to, you got to try to go to Ohio state. If you don't, then you got to try to get a good job being a waiter. I mean, it was like all this bullshit. It was like, man, you know what? Fuck that life, man. Fuck the way y'all been trying. Cause you done got 40 years from me. You done got well, 30 some years before I got in prison. And so it's like y'all done had y'all done took a lot of years for me to try to live this perfect life, which did, did not fit me. I did not graduate high school. None of that fucking shit fit, I didn't fit me at all. None of that. Yep. I, I, I was either. You, but you get me on so I can use my hands and you can talk to me like a normal fucking person. Oh, I'll, I'll move fucking mountains. I'm the guy that carries the fucking every fucking shingle up on the fucking roof. I I carry all the wheelbarrows. I got put a put 
can't nobody work beside me. I, I, I have, it's a, it's my problem is I have to outdo it. Not for them, for me to right. prove that I am somebody that I deserve to be at the fucking table. And it's a problem that I've had my entire life, but it's pushed me to excel. Now I gave up, of course, on many dreams. When you have kids, I have kids at a young age. Shit, I was fucking 21 years old with five kids. So when you got five kids, 21, you're like, Oh, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm like, well, guess what? Your rap ain't bringing no fucking food on the table. Right. But these bricks is. So I had to do what the fuck I had to do. I still had a held out a job. I still hustled on the side to do because I was trying to live. I was trying to. I couldn't let go of the life, man. It's hard to let go of that stage life, man. And that's basically what, what being a hustler is. You're on stage, man. You're in front of everybody. You're taking the hits, man. That's, and I, I, that's, that's what it was, especially where we grew up. I mean, you, we know the same people. You know what it's yes. like. And it, it, that's the kind of lifestyle that we chose to live. It's yes, what it was, is. It was broadcasted, though. It wasn't like... It almost was like you didn't have to go far for it to fall on your fucking lap. Somebody, no. some friend somehow was going to help you, teach you, get you motivated, get you money. And then once you got a piece of that piece of that life, it was done deal. Yes. It, it, it was a done deal. I mean, even even now, you know what I mean? Just We lived a very lavish lifestyle. You know what I mean? You learn a lot, you know, when they take it all from you and you realize, like I told you, it's all material. It is material. I don't care about none of it anymore. I, nah, I remember fifth grade. uh Remember Schoenstein's? Yes, of course. That was my favorite store. Grandmother took me there, wanted to get me a new pair of shoes. You know what I'm saying? It was, you know, I had to beg her for them. So she goes there, you know, I can imagine, I think I was like, like I said, 11 years old, fifth grade. And I, I get these, they look cool. I didn't know much about shoes. I was a football guy. I mean, I knew a lot about Jerry Rice, Steve Young. I went to practice all the time. I didn't matter. You know what I mean? I knew a lot. I didn't really know shoes all like that. Shoes weren't in. I mean, wearing the 49er outfits and shit like that was kind of, and it wasn't like, especially, you know, at that time with me. Uh, so I get these fucking shoes and I go to school the next day and everybody, cause I look like, Oh damn, look, Mark got these new joints on oh, the new Jordans. They like, Oh, got the new J's on. I didn't even know. I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm like, ah, and yeah. Then, uh, they lift my pants leg up and they were fucking Jordashes. And they were like, Oh hell no. He got Jordashes on. They got clown and shit. So from that day on, oh my, that's goodness. what it was. It was like, but see that trauma. Yeah. That trauma from that day on, I've worn Nikes, Jordans. I spent, even my kids, every pair of my kids, I've spent over a hundred, like ask them, they'll tell you, like they always had hundred, two hundred dollar shoes, all their clothes because of that one time that I felt that, that such a disconnect with people getting laughed at, clowned. I'm like, man, that's. Mm-hmm. I went through that and I do not want them to go through that. No, it's, it, it's, so it's. So I made up. sure they had the Nikes and I made sure that they had nice clothes. But even though that they had those things, some other way, somehow trauma finds a way in. They, you didn't wear it good enough or your hair. It's like girls really are the most fucked up to other girls. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. they are. Men, the we're haters. fucked up. We clown them and big I don't know why they clown, just don't love each other. Well, we're, 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 I mean, that's, they don't want us to do that. They don't, that's why they make, you know, they, they make, uh, all the, all the beautiful, uh, things in the world one size, you know, cause and it, it's, it's impossible to be a zero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? When you were throwing McDonald's and Burger King and every other fucking yes. substance in front of you that makes you put weight on and then put a fictitious person in front of you and says, you got to look like that. Yep. How confused would any little girl be? I raised my little girls. One of them, I won't put her name out there, but at a certain age came to me in tears and I was like, what's going on, baby? She was like, I don't look like Barbie. I'm like, well, fuck. literally said it like, that like the fuck told you that I was like Barbie, Barbie right. you know what I mean? like like I'm thinking like like then it started hitting me and I'm like because oh, I remember once upon a time man I even drew it on a piece of paper me going to Brookhaven being the senior quarterback having the high school you know cheerleader because that's the movies I watched that's what I was influenced to be I was going to be the jerk I wasn't going to be the jerk I was going to be the nice quarterback that's cool and stuff you know what I mean but but at the end of the day. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? So right. because I didn't at 16, I had a fucking meltdown. I had to go, I had to go get some help. I had to go talk to some fucking, I had to go talk to some doctors. And that's when they first told me that I was like diagnosed me with the, so that I was bipolar, chemical imbalance and all that. And I got to really thinking about it. like now, like, yeah, yeah, trauma does create those things. But I think one of the, one of the things in life that, that 
every child and every person is learn how to deal with their emotions because fucked up shit happens and your emotions are going to come, but we have to be able to like, okay, realize what happened, realize it was fucked up, realize that what goes around comes around. I'm going to fuck going to get his shit back. Talk to some people that there's, there's, there's steps that has to be taken. You need to talk to somebody about it. You need some people to calm you down, let you know that you didn't deserve it because we would be like, thanks for noticing me. People will actually take abuse because at least it's something, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a fucked up right. world out there. They'll take it abuse is. from their husband, wife, and like me and my wife get into it a lot. We love each other. And, but, you know, we, we're, we're like iron sharpening iron. But, you know, there's times when I really needed her to pick me up. Instead, I got to push down. And there's other times when I'm sure she was looking for a pickup and got to push down. You know, so sometimes we just we really don't know where we're at. So we have to learn to communicate. really well communicate, but deal with our own fucking shit, man. <laughs> deal with your own emotions. If you got to, if your emotion, like, because it's not, we, I'm a projectionist. You know what I mean? I, I will project. You know, people, I do too. People put, I tell people, I said, I'm going to give you whatever you give me times 10. So if yeah. you give me love, then I'm going to give you love times 10. You give me hate, you're going to get hate times 10. You say something wrong, I put my hands on, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, I, I only got, I only got so much in me, but I will, I will give everybody a clean slate when they come fuck with me. And it's like, look, whatever you give me, even you if I'll come to you first, like, I don't need you to give me love to get love. I'll give, I, everybody gets the same energy. I give everybody the same love yeah, energy. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? If you want to fucking... If you want to cross that, then you know. I, at that point, it's it's a it's a case by case basis. I don't know what kind of shit I'm, I go through a lot each and every day, so I don't know what headspace I'm gonna be in. But I know that uh, I hope to always have a loving heart. You know what I mean? But I mean, absolutely, I'm just I, you know, I'm, if I'm gonna be an angel, I'm gonna be Michael. You know what I'm saying? The that's archangel. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, absolutely. So, what is your next single that's coming out? Well, the actually, I got two of them. I got one that uh, that's the one I was telling you about uh, with uh, Napoleon Dynamite. It's called Going Up Tonight. It's about a. Uh, you know, waking up, feeling good about yourself. Like, look, truly, we talked about that earlier, loving yourself, you know, waking up and just feeling that negativity getting you the first thing. That's and then right. Continuing all through the day, like waking up, feeling good, smoking your blunt, getting your plan together. And the whole night leading up to to, to the where everybody's going to be at the, at the concert and they're going to be doing the show and all of them singing together. Like, that's what the whole song's about. We're like separating where there is no more you and I. It's us. It's we. You know, these are the things that we need to be talking about, not you and I, because what could you do and what can I do separate? Imagine what we can do together. together you know that's right. Absolutely. A I mean, team. Fuck. And what's the name will... of the second song? <laughs> it's called I'm Schizo. It's really okay. the one, you know, me just like a breakout, uh, just letting everybody know, like, this is who I am. And not only like, like we just kind of summed it up on what it is. Not only right. am I, can I be your, your best friend, but I can be the worst advocate. You know what I mean? I can be the worst. Enemy that's too, right. At the end of the day. And I, I mean, I, I, I prefer the first, you know, I prefer love over hate, but at the end of the day, like I said, disrespect is, I'm not going to say it's not going to tolerate it. You have a fencing business as well. What's the name of your company? Reliable Fencing is a company that me and my son just started. I mean, uh, we've been doing fencing for a while. I've actually sold fences for other companies. So I kind of know the game inside and out. Uh, so it was like, you know what? I wanted to do something with my son that will help bring more money and funding to music. Music costs money. Unfortunately, I know, you know, just getting to editing. We were talking about all the money right. that goes into just it's having expensive. this episode. There's edits. There's more money. I mean, it doesn't just stop here. You know, it doesn't just right. stop with buying the mics and the earphones. Now we got more money that has to go out. Then you got to push it. But yeah, thanks for bringing up Reliable Fencing. So anybody out there in Columbus that needs a fence, tap in with your boy at 614-392-8282. Again, at 614-392-8282. We'll get you taken care of. Thanks for listening, Sexy Horn Dogs. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button, like, and follow us to get notifications when the new episodes drop. Not all views and comments that are in this podcast are endorsed by me. Thanks, Sexy Horn Dogs. This is the Sexy Horn Dogs podcast. I have some really big announcements to make, Sexy Horn Dogs. That's right. 
I have a VIP club membership on my webpage for only $10 a month. You get exclusive erotic episode from me. And I will also be shouting out your name on my podcast. That's only for $10 a month. Go to sexyhorndogs.com and subscribe today. By subscribing and becoming a VIP member, you're helping to continue these programs. And I can't wait for you to hear the special podcast that I've recorded for you. Well, I really need to get off now. And I hope you do too. So thanks for listening to me today. Until next time. It's not about fucking around. It's about fucking great.